Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else.
Jazz, the Radio Free Brooklyn weekly program dedicated to international jazz, which once again comes to you after Mike Joseph and his uh, Jerry Curl Chronicles. And so we have to be grateful for his uh, warming up your ears and uh, putting you in a good mood. We have two hours of uh, more wonderful music ahead of us, and uh, today we'll be focusing on some really special new releases, and in particular, the spectacularly beautiful new album by Michael Leonard, entitled The Painted Lady Suite. And also we will have an interview with Michael Leonard, which will accompany some of these album's tracks, as well as some unreleased live recordings of his uh, Michael Leonard Orchestra. But we'll get to that uh, shortly. We open today's episode uh, with the music of one of the living legends of jazz, Charles Lloyd, and his uh, latest album on the Blue Note label entitled The Vanished Gardens. This is a record that uh, will be coming out on Friday, and it features his group, The Marvels. And that means nothing less than the one and only Bill Frizzell on guitar, as well as uh, Greg Lees on pedal steel guitar, uh, Robin Rogers on bass, and Eric Harland on drums, with whom Charles Lloyd has already released Along to See You about three years ago. This time, however, Charles Lloyd and the Marvels also have a special guest, singer Lucinda Williams. This is an album that covers a lot of ground, from the supple groove of the track we just heard, which was entitled The Blues for Langston and LaRue, to the atmospheres that are familiar to the fans of Lucinda Williams, as well as the music of Thelonious Monk and Jimi Hendrix. But what is evident throughout the album is the camaraderie and interplay among these musicians as they explore various strands of American music, as is very clear on the title track, Vanished Gardens. Thank you. 
Thank you.
You're listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. We just heard music from uh, two albums of rare elegance uh, released by the Blue Knot label under the tenure of Don Was as the current president of the historic label founded 79 years ago in 1939 by Alfred Lyon and Max Margulis. We started off this set uh, with a title track from the album Vanished Gardens by Charles Lloyd and the Marvels that also features uh, Lucinda Williams as special guest. This record comes out on Friday, little more than three months after Charles Lloyd has turned 80, and his vision and energy continue to enchant, especially during his magical live performances. Vanished Gardens uh, was followed by two tracks from uh, one of the most beautiful albums of the decade, Lovers, a record uh, destined to remain a pinnacle in Nels Klein's extensive discography and certainly a reference project for many years to come, which sets an extremely high standard for future large ensembles to aspire to. The two tracks were Invitation, the beautiful standard by Bronislaw Caper, and It Only Has to Happen Once by Artolin Zay and Peter Scherer's seminal band The Ambitious Lovers. And Lovers was actually a project that Nels Klein developed over the course of uh, almost a quarter of a century. It revolves around uh, songs that uh, he has uh, set aside during that long period of time, as Klein described it, uh, Lovers was meant to establish a powerful connection between sound, song, and intimacy romance, something of an update uh, to the, the mood music ideal, while celebrating and challenging our iconic notion of romance. One of the many strengths of Lovers is the large ensemble featuring 23 musicians that give life to a really lush and elegant sound, perfect for the concept that Nels Klein was aiming for. And this was made possible thanks to remarkable arrangements by Michael Leonard. And so we should be really grateful to Nels Klein, not only for the splendid music containing lovers, but also for triggering an almost compulsive desire in Michael Leonard to write more arrangements and original music for a large ensemble. And this is what led him to establish the Michael Leonard Orchestra. His orchestra debuted after the release of the Lovers album with a string of explosive concerts at the Rockwood Music Hall in New York, in uh, late 2016 and continues to dazzle at every live performance. And as I mentioned at the opening of a show, Michael Leonard and his orchestra have just released an extraordinary album on the Sunnyside Records label. It is entitled The Painted Lady Suite, and Michael Leonard will be premiering it at a much-anticipated engagement at the Jazz Standard on the 17th and the 18th of July. We have met with Michael Leonard to talk about this project and how it all started from that collaboration with Nels Klein for the Lovers Project. Around 2012, Nels Klein, who had become a good friend, uh, had mentioned to me this idea of Lovers, which he, it was going to be a mood album that he had envisioned for 20 to 25 years. He said, I want you to play on it and I'd love you to arrange a couple things. And I said, sure, sounds fascinating. And then he would be on the road, I would be on the road, we'd talk about things. He would say, oh, it's difficult to get off the ground. I said, okay, I think, you know, it sounds like a great project that you should do, but let me know, I'll be back in two or three months and we'd meet up. And then at some point he said, you know, maybe you could arrange uh, like more, not three or four, but like six or seven. I said, just let me know, let's meet. We did meet. He explained to me that the album would have about 19 pieces on it, compositions, and, and it would be for about 20 to 25 piece orchestra. And then he had this great list of the material, and, and uh, Search for Cat by Henry Mancini was on his list. I said, what the hell is that? He said, it's a cure. I said, no, no, I know what it is, but you're one of only like three people I've ever met 
who know what that is. Search for Cat is this gorgeous cue from the very end of Breakfast uh, Tiffany's uh, that Henry Mancini wrote for when Audrey Hepburn is getting out of the, the the cab in the ring. She's looking for the cat, and she's fighting with George Pappard. And it's a, it's not on any soundtracks. It was recently released on some obscure British label, uh, Cherry Records, I think. Um, but it wasn't. On, on the LP, certainly. It wasn't on CD releases of it. You had to search it out. And I remember rewinding on VHS with my sister. It was just incredible. It's a planing. He, he adapted the melody of Moon River for a large part of it. It's an odd meter. And it's got all these, the string counterpoint, and it's kind of planing with these minor 11 chords. And it's very sophisticated. It almost sounds like Tribe Called Quest, something that Q-Tip would have, uh, mm-hmm. would have sampled and manipulated. So here Nels was talking about this obscure cue that he wanted to do for orchestra, and and we both kind of had like a light bulb went off and said, okay, we're we're on the same page here.
We're focusing this uh, section of Mondo Jazz on Michael Leonard and his uh, brand new album uh, released by Sunnyside Records entitled The Painted uh, Lady Suite. During the interview, we heard Michael Leonard's uh, recollection about the beginning of his collaboration with Nels Klein for the album Lovers and how their shared love for an obscure composition by Henry Mancini made it uh, pretty much inevitable for them to work together. And so in between excerpts of the interview, we heard the original version of that tune. That would be The Search for Cat from the soundtrack of uh, Breakfast uh, at Tiffany's. And then the rendition of the same tune by Nels Klein and his ensemble for the album Lovers, with the arrangements and, of course, the direction of Michael Leonard. Michael Leonard is a remarkable trumpet player and a multi-instrumentalist, but he's uh, equally respected as a producer, arranger and author of soundtracks. This combination of skills made him the perfect choice for a project like Lovers, in which he displayed the knowledge of large ensemble arranging with understanding for the storytelling needs of Nels Klein's ambitious uh, project, as well as the ability to lead a big band uh, with some of the top New York uh, musicians. And these are the same skills that have made uh, Michael Leonard a much-in-demand artist to support bands and artists as diverse as uh, Steely Dan, for which is the musical director, Tribe Called Quest, Mark Ronson, David Byrne and St. Vincent, just to name a few, or to play with the likes of Paul Simon, uh, Brian Eno, Bobby McFerrin and uh, Winter Marsalis. And these very skills ultimately led Michael Leonard to the establishment of his own large ensemble, the Michael Leonard Orchestra, with which he has performed both original compositions and arrangements of music uh, by artists as uh, wide-ranging as Quincy Jones and Eddie Harris, Frank Zappa and Spinal Tap, and the Bhutan clan, as well as Milton Nascimento. It was a joy working with Nels. You know, like Lin-Manuel Miranda said about uh, Hamilton, it was like he, he felt like a mosquito that had struck a, a vein for blood. As I was doing it, I just, I was loving it. And as there were more songs to do, I went, this is great. It was like, uh, it, it reminded me of sitting at the piano and just uh, well, ideas were flowing. And then we went into the studio and, uh, and I conducted and a lot of uh, musicians from the orchestra would come up to me and say, this, you know, is really... It's such a pleasure having you conduct us. I said, it was, it was a pleasure for me too. And I said, when are you going to do more? And I said, well, hmm, something had, aw- had been awakened in me. Because it's a lot of work to sit down and write uh, that much material, whether composing or arranging. And then it's a lot of work to get the musicians together. But at this point, it didn't matter. I just went, this is something i got to do. After we finished the recording, we knew the album was in the can and, and we knew it would come out. But it was a funny time. It was like uh, we didn't know when or where. Mm. And yet I just said, I, I, I had tons of ideas for, for arrangements I wanted to do. And the struggle, the work that, that goes into it, it's not like I just sit and finish it in one night. Some come very quickly. Others, you do have to sit and struggle with it. And that struggle is, is still such a pleasure. Um, I thought about Milton Nascimento and Serge Gainsbourg and Zappa and the rich and it was just again it was like a water it was a faucet that was on it was really like hitting the the vein I thought of the Wu-Tang Suite which was inspired by the you know the work I'd done with L. Michaels Affair Leon Michaels and Homer and all those guys
did the stuff at Rockwood, I figured, okay, what'll be really cool is to have no microphones. You're only hearing uh, the musicians in the room and they are mixing themselves. Mm -hmm. So we have the trumpets and trombones in the balcony, which is like wide stereo. When there's a vocalist, you have to use mics because there has to be some balance. But when it's just instrumental, we, it's cool yeah, to have yeah. the musicians balance themselves, you know. The one big difference between the stuff that I wrote for Lovers and this was that I knew that it would be very important to have enough arrangements in the book that if there was a show a week from tonight and we had no time to rehearse, that we would have material that could work. And I always loved that when I saw the Mingus Man play Time Cafe, is that uh, Mingus was a, a genius composer. And he also had enough things that were in the book that you could just kind of play by feel and by with your eyes closed. And if you can do that, you can always put on a great show as long as you have great players. If you're a prisoner to things that need to be rehearsed in four or five pages, you're stuck if you don't have many rehearsals. My idea at first was to have only arrangements that were one or two pages so that you could do it with uh, wire music stands mm -hmm. and no rehearsals. So those were initially the rules, but then at, at some point I was going through my list and I found that Miracle of the Fishes by Milton Nascimento and that broke all the rules because that's not any that chart needs to be rehearsed, which is why we don't do it a lot because it doesn't. If, if you do it with one rehearsal, it doesn't work if it's good. It has to be great. If you uh, sense the rhythm section counting the five measures or whatever it is, the three eight measures, it really takes you out of the dream. So it has to be fluid. And but it's the payoff of it is so incredible that I love having the book.
Welcome back to Mondo Jazz on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. Let me just uh, remind you of uh, what you can find on our website. First of all, a couple of uh, mobile apps, depending on whether you have an iPhone or Android, you can download them so that you can listen to our station on the go. This is uh, something you can do from uh, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash iPhone if you have an iPhone or slash Android if you do have an Android phone. And also, if you are interested, you should uh, sign up for our newsletter to keep you up to date uh, with the new programming, upcoming events, interviews, uh, ticket giveaways, special offers. And uh, this is something you can do by signing up at uh, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And don't worry, we do not uh, spam you. This is something that comes out uh, once a month. Uh, so you will find all the essential information to keep uh, an eye and an ear on Radio Free Brooklyn. As we were continuing our exploration of the music of uh, Michael Leonard and his orchestra, we started off the set uh, with uh, some excerpts from our interview with Michael Leonard. And that was about the early stages of his work uh, with the Michael Leonard Orchestra, which uh, started its uh, live performances in the late 2016 at the uh, Rockwood Musical. From uh, two of those early concerts, uh, we heard a couple of unreleased recordings uh, featuring uh, two highlights in the orchestra's repertoire. And these were the Wu-Tang Suite by Michael Leonard, of course dedicated to the music of uh, Wu-Tang Clan, and uh, Miracle of the Fishes, the amazing uh, composition by the Brazilian artist uh, Milton Nascimento. Right after those, it was a transformation in the deserts of Mexico, from the first album by the Michael Leonard Orchestra, which is entitled The Painted Lady Suite. And this album has just come out on Friday on the Sunnyside label. And it's a song that featured uh, the powerful solo by Donnie McCaslin on saxophone. The Painted Lady Suite is a big statement by a very gifted arranger and conductor. Uh, in the depth and elegance, it really reminds you of the sophistication of a masterpiece like, for instance, the individualism of Gil Evans. And it might surprise those uh, not familiar with the work of Michael Leonard. But to some degree, this is an album that might also surprise those that have witnessed the earth-shaking power of the uh, Michael Leonard Orchestra in its many live performances. For this album, Michael Leonard has chosen to explore the nuances and the endless colors of his large ensembles rather than unleashing the raw energy power of uh, his all-star ensemble, which uh, features musicians like uh, Nels Klein, Eric Friedlander, Donnie McCaslin, Daniel Friedman, Mauro Refosco, and many others. And Michael Leonard has chosen to focus uh, this album on uh, his original compositions rather than renditions of music by other musicians, which is usually at the core of his uh, live shows. Those listeners that uh, saw it live may have thought that the uh, Michael Leonard Orchestra was like a Corvette. But with the Painted Suite album, they will discover that actually the Michael Leonard Orchestra is a Rolls Royce with the engine of a Ferrari. Or maybe an old James Bond era Aston Martin combining class and energy. The main part of this new album is devoted to the title track, or we should say the title suite, the Painted uh, Lady Suite. But the album also features several other original tunes. In our interview, we have asked Michael Leonard about the reason behind the choice of centering the new album around the suite. Writing suites is a, a more structured way of having containment to which I can then be rebellious. I know the form of it, whether it's going to be four parts or seven parts. It allows me a framework within which to, to paint. Uh, and I also love the idea of, of the Ellington Suites. Uh, it's just such a brilliant and elegant way to present a body of music. 
So the trick was having what would the suite be? There are suites where it's a, uh, arranging music that, that I haven't composed, and there are suites where it's all original music. In in the middle of all this, uh, between the Nels album and the Fagan album and other things, I've done film scoring, which which I love, mm. and it's a it's a different entity and a different way of thinking of things, but it still occupies that same part of my brain, especially when you get into orchestrating and using. Um, D- different sonic things that are hard to use in, in pop music. In film, if you're working with a great story and with a wonderful director, you can try some incredible things. I mean, the Marconi was the king of marrying different elements. Nino Rota, Quincy Jones, they, they just were fearless and people playing spoons and whistling and different sounds. And, you know, so I, I was always curious about that, what you could do in film and how to apply that to the orchestra. On my list was this suite called the Painted Lady Suite. The inception came from um, being on a field trip with my son, Milo. And I think we were in Central Park and we saw a butterfly exhibit or something. And I saw the name of the Painted Lady and I went, what that, what a cool name. And I saw the butterfly, which is a gorgeous looking creature. The narrative of, of what these creatures were doing helped influence the structure of the suite. They are the longest migrating creature insect on the planet longer than the monarch butterfly and there were all these different patterns you know um, that the scientists thought that they why don't they see them they, they fly so low and in the end they realized they're flying so high and there are all these little fascinating things and then also politically what was going on about migration and immigration there's, there's a lot of meat on the on the bone there so I chose to, to break into two paths, this North American path, which um, the North American Painted Lady Butterfly starts off in Mexico and goes straight up over, north over. One route is right over North America into Canada. Mm-hmm. And another migration is from all the way up in the Arctic Circle, over uh, heading south down to uh, over Europe to uh, Northern Africa. And all the sights and sounds and textures and colors and all the things that that evoked just you know came pouring out. So there were the the first uh, four four parts of the suite deal with the North American migration, and the second three are with the Arctic to European to Northern African.
just heard uh, two compositions from Michael Leonard's uh, latest album, The Painted Suite. It features his orchestra, and they together have just released uh, this new album on the Sunnyside Records label, which was two songs to illustrate the concept uh, described earlier by Michael Leonard in his interview. This is the concept behind the suite, which is dedicated to this uh, butterfly that is called the Painted Lady, which uh, is known for its uh, incredible migration paths that uh, take her from Mexico over to Canada and then from the Arctic down to North Africa. The Michael Leonard Orchestra will launch this uh, CD with two highly anticipated concerts at the Jazz Standard in New York on the 17th and the 18th of July. And let's now conclude this section of uh, Mondo Jazz dedicated to the Michael Leonard Orchestra with one of the songs in the album which uh, is not part of the Painted Lady Suite. This is a composition entitled The Girl from Udaipur.
This was a quite diverse uh, set of uh, tunes. We started off uh, with uh, one more composition from the Michael Leonard Orchestra, brand new album entitled The Painted Lady Suite. This was one of the three compositions that actually did not belong or does not belong to the suite that gives the title to the album. Uh, the song was The Girl from Udaipur, which uh, reflects uh, Michael Leonard's love for the Indian city of Udaipur, which is also known as the City of Lakes. It concluded the section of today's episode of uh, Mondo Jazz dedicated to this uh, remarkable new album. Uh, the Girl from uh, Upaidur was then followed by a song that somehow evoked uh, similar atmospheres, even though uh, coming from a radically different direction. This was the improvised music by the new quartet led by Dave Holland, with uh, the British master of improvisation Evan Parker, as well as uh, Craig Taborn on piano and uh, Chas Smith on drums. Whereas the emphasis of uh, Michael Leonard Orchestra's album is on uh, carefully written arrangements, Dave Holland's quartet uh, with improvisers like those included in his band is all about instant composition. The tune we heard was entitled Thought on Earth from the aptly titled double CD Uncharted Territory. We then shifted to the music of Norwegian drummer and percussionist Thomas Stronen and his unique ensemble Time is a Blind Guide from their most recent album entitled Lucas on the ECM label. We heard the composition entitled Weekend. And this is part of our weekly Jazz Near You corner dedicated to the great concerts that you can find in your town by browsing jazznearyou.com. This is a website uh, which has also a nifty personal calendar that allows you to find and save the concerts of your favorite musicians. And Thomas Stronen is one of my favorite musicians, and so his upcoming New York concert is definitely in my personal calendar on Jazz Near You. Stronen will be performing the music from Lucas Thursday the 28th of June uh, at 7pm at Scandinavia House on uh, Park Avenue South. Thomas Stronen is a wide-ranging artist. Often uh, Scandinavian jazz is associated with the sparse and pastoral atmospheres, but uh, both the Scandinavian scene and Thomas Stronen have a very wide artistic range. And to illustrate that point, we'll play music by Hamcrush, his duo project with uh, Stale Storlokn, which abandons the acoustic atmospheres of Time is a Blind Guide for an electricity-drenched sound.
doesn't matter, we wonder Where we come from, it doesn't matter, we wonder Where we come from, it doesn't matter, we wonder Whether you from Shire Town or you from London
You're listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit organization of self-funding volunteers. Of course, there are considerable costs associated with this operation. And if you like what you hear on Mondo Jazz, why not support Radio Free Brooklyn with a pledge of your choice or getting one of Radio Free Brooklyn's t-shirts, hats, or other cool merch from www.radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate.
It was quite a set of uh, high-powered uh, music. We started off with Trench, a composition by Hamcrush, the duo of Stale Storlocken on Fender Rhodes uh, synth and electronics, and Thomas Stronen on drums and electronics. After that, we moved to another tune steeped in a dense electric atmosphere. It's the very new project uh, by Chicago drummer Makaya McCraven, a real pillar of the vibrant uh, Chicago scene that has recently collaborated with some of the hot names that are shipping another one of today's most vibrant uh, world jazz scenes, uh, the London jazz scene. The label International Anthem has just released uh, Mac Craven's uh, album Where We Come From, which is a basically a mixtape of his uh, live performances with the likes of uh, Nubia Garcia, Sowito Kinch, Kamal Williams, Theon Cross and Joe Armon Jones. After recording those London sessions, Makaya McCriven has gone into a studio and edited them and has just released them in the album that we heard. The result perfectly reflects the nature of this project that tries to bridge a freewheeling improvisation with the atmospheres of London clubs. The tune we heard was entitled Run Them and featured a great tuba solo by Theon Cross. After that, we went back to another Scandinavian uh, high-powered band, the Norwegian quartet Cortex featuring uh, Thomas Johansson on trumpet, Christopher Barre-Alberts on sax, Ola Hoyer on bass, and Gard Nielsen on drums. Established in 2007, this power band is obviously inspired by the free jazz of the 60s and keeps it uh, relevant and current five decades later, as evidenced by the composition that we just heard, which was entitled If You Were Mac Davis, from a 2017 release entitled Avant-Garde Party Music a title which perfectly translates the atmosphere of this recording, released by the Portuguese label Clean Feed. We then concluded this set uh, with more music produced by a progressive uh, European label, this time the German label Why Play Jazz, which has uh, recently released the album by one of the most prominent uh, young saxophone players in, uh, in Germany, uh, Vania Slavin, and his band Lotus Eaters. From their recent album Salvation, we heard WS2. We are rapidly approaching the end of today's episode of Mondo Jazz. Uh, today's episode will be archived uh, with all past episodes of Mondo Jazz on uh, Mixcloud.com, Podomatic.com, and iTunes. Our archived shows were also featured on All About Jazz, the greatest online jazz source, and of course on the website of Radio Free Brooklyn. Bassist and composer Ben Allison wrote and performed our theme featuring Ted Nash on flute and Payang Threadgill as a voiceover. We are winding down for this week's episode of uh, Mondo Jazz, and if you like this show, please stay tuned for another great episode of uh, uh, Bushwick Garage by Rob Richards. But before closing, one more intriguing song, at this time a uh, song in, on a Finnish uh, independent uh, label called We Jazz, which is uh, in a few years accumulated a very beautiful catalog. And one of their best, best albums is by a Finnish trio called 3TM. From their album Form, here is a composition entitled Iran. Thank you for listening and good night. <laughs> Chitabaj, 
موتور برابونی که تا به خاطر افیرین وایسی گل بخابونی وایسی گل بخابونی دیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدیدی